<laughs> no, <laughs> professional. <laughs> we had it, baby. We made it. We made it. <laughs> we did it, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Joe gonna do it again, but you know, yeah, you're right. We did <laughs> we ain't it. doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that something? That's what it's looking like. One term poppy. But um maybe the whole thing if you ask me, but that's another thing. Um <laughs> anywho, we are thankful to have you guys back. As usual, we are here, you know, to have a moment of gratitude. Yeah. Damn it. You know what? I think I had one, but I think I'm going to change it. I am grateful for my faith in the fact that, you know, we might be going to hell in a handbasket. And I don't know if it's a coping mechanism or if I just always have the belief that everything is going to work out in my favor, in our good, and Mm -hmm. that... You know, any storm can be weathered, you know? Um, There are a lot, I mean, there's anxiety on different levels, but I am thankful there's just a certain level that I haven't reached because I just, it's not in me. Like, I feel like, you know, who's in me is a little bit stronger. Mm -hmm. So I am, I'm thankful for that because times are real spooky. So, yeah. I hear that. I feel like once you have faith, you are covered. Like, yeah. you're just covered. It's all going to work out. Yeah. You know, you just may not see how it's going to work out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That, that. That's the thing. But, you know, you're going to get there. Yeah. Um, so once you have that faith, everything really um, pans out how it's supposed yeah. to be. Amen. As for me, my gratitude is pretty uh, straightforward. I'm just grateful for the new year. Child, mm-hmm. I was tired of 2023. I was, uh, that last quarter, I was so over it. I was like, okay, you are on my neck. You, you right on my neck. You not right letting there. me breathe. Right there. So, um, I was ready for 2024. And let me tell you, as quickly as 2023 went, you're right. It was it was time for her to go. Pack <laughs> her bags. And, and leave calm. Leave real calm. Leave, you know, leave real cute. Don't make a scene. No one has to know when you exit the group chat. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You know? I agree. I like even numbers anyway, so I was ready for it. Odd numbers are so odd. Like, it's just... Yeah. Why are you here? Who invited you? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's like that one coworker you have to put up with because, you know, they're part of the whatever, but like, we had a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Um, let's get into our topic. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, with the new year and everything like that, people make their lists, they have their, you know, New Year's resolutions, everyone wants to hit the ground running. And I had came across something in it and it it like kind of struck me. They were like, we're not supposed to like be making big plans in the cold. That's when things are like, you know, brewing and, and supposed to be it's not a time of harvest. 
Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's when you're supposed to like sit down, be calm, like kind of like take inventory, you know, and wait for that, you know, life to be anew again. Like everything is like dead in the winter. And it's kind of like, ooh, okay. You know, you got to just kind of sit and be still for a little bit. And I think we kind of touched on this in one of our um, older episodes where it's kind of like people don't know or some people don't know how to be by themselves, with themselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is a good time. So let's talk about it. Absolutely. I think it's a great time. There is no time than this time mm-hmm, to just mm-hmm. sit in their silence. Um, I I just truly feel people are just not comfortable with their own thoughts. They're not comfortable with where they are in their lives. Mm. Sitting with that is just uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. I don't feel like people, and I'm just generalizing here. I don't feel like people like to process those negative feelings and really get to the other side. Um, mm-hmm. They, many people would prefer distractions um, and not necessarily healthy distractions. It's like, those aren't fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just, Let's just party here and um, drink here and maybe yeah. smoke here and just yeah. book a ticket to say we went to this country and yes. not having to really take a step back and say, what do I really want in my life or why am I not happy or why am I always trying to do something? Always doing the most. Doing the most when you need to be sitting down. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I, it's crucial for everyone just to take that moment and sit with their thoughts. Yeah. You know, I was um, also online and I want to say it was Tia Mori. You know, she's recently divorced and everything like that. And she had made a post that this was like one of the first times in her life. And, you know, she's already clearly in her 40s. So, mm-hmm. you know, it can happen at big, big ages. Even though 40 is not that old, I have to tell myself. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of 30. Um, you know, because she's been at twin her whole life. So she's always had, you know, her sister there. People who come from families who's always been there. You know, maybe if you've always had a roommate, whether in college and transitioned and maybe you were always in a relationship and then you got married and you had kids and you never really had time to yourself, you know, like sitting on the toilet and taking a shower is not enough. You know, your your little drive to wherever you're going is not enough because you're still distracted. You're doing something else. And I guess she didn't have her kids one weekend and it was just her and her home. And let me tell you, Mm. that can be scary almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not doing something. You're not catering to someone. You're not distracted, like you said. And it's like, whoa. So 
sometimes you don't even realize who you are because you have so many different roles and you are so many different things to different people that you're like, who am I? You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes when, you know, when whether it's like icebreakers or whatever, and people are like, so tell us about yourself. If you're not listing your titles, you know what I mean? Or the things you like to do, who are you really? Like, can you really genuinely answer that question? Many people can't. I ain't going to front sometime. I struggle. I'm like, who the fuck? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, many people can't. Yeah. Um, I think it's important for us to remember that a nurse, I, I, I am a nurse. Right. But I don't fully identify my whole being as a nurse. Right. You know what I'm saying? I um, hear you. Uh, I feel that is what a lot of people do. So when you shred all those responsibilities that you were seeing, it's like, who am I? <laughs> right. Right. I feel that for me, when I moved out, that was one of the best times for me to sit in my silence. Because mm. now I'm separated <laughs> from my yeah. immediate family. Right. And I uh, I had time to think as someone who's not just a daughter or a sister Mm-hmm. You know, I was able to think like, who am I? What do I like to do? What does my inner child want right now? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I I feel like my first year living on my own, I rediscovered myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, oh yeah, I enjoy, and I really went on dates by myself. Oh, yeah, I. Enjoyed going to concerts by myself. I enjoyed really? going to the yeah. I would um I yeah, I enjoyed going to concerts by myself. I enjoyed going mm-hmm. to the movies by myself. Right. I met dope people along the way right. doing these things um by myself. But I learned so much about myself and what I truly enjoy, and I really found that cool who I am and who I'm trying to be mm-hmm. just living alone with no room, not even a cat or a dog, literally <laughs> like just focusing on me. Yeah. Um, and then when I have, when I go visit my family, you know, I go back into my family roles as that daughter, yeah, that sister, you know, but you know, coming here in my little humble abode, um, it's like, who am I when I'm here? Yeah. Right. You know, I find like a lot of women, especially um, that they have really honed in on their peace and their world when they have either moved away or just moved by themselves. Mm -hmm. So clearly that is not my reality. (laughs) But I think. You know, it, it definitely, I think you have to fight a lot, a little bit harder for it, mm-hmm. but it's necessary. You know what I mean? Because it also, like for, let's say someone like me, who's a mom now, 
you're leaving an impression because it's not like you can just like be by yourself, do your thing, mess up, and it kind of has no consequences outside of yourself. It does. Because them people are sponges. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you also want to set a good example, like, you know, whether it's your autonomy or respecting yourself in your space and, and trying to establish who you are, being sure with it and being happy with it. You know what I mean? Um, it's not easy. I don't know, but I think it's not something to shy away from. No, it's not something we should shy away from. I do feel like it's easier for us to shy away from it. Yeah. Um, just rediscovering ourselves and sitting in that silence and really focusing on what we want and not focusing on what um, others want from us or the expectations yeah. out of others. Um, right. I think that's a daunting task for people. It is. And really battling or confronting their demons is something that um, it's unnerving. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's true. And even if it's in like the littlest ways, like I know for there was a time, you know, before I was a mom or whatever, like I had this one coworker every time I saw him, he's like, all right, so where are you coming from or where are you going? Because I was always booked, you know what <laughs> I mean, for a flight. And it's like, yes, it's a great time, but like real life is happening and real responsibilities are happening and it's like, is it because, like, I don't have to be out here doing whatever. Or even if it's like, oh, are you brunching with your girls? Are you doing this? Are you doing, like, I don't know what. Like, I'm live like, in people's minds, I think it's like this jet setter. Like, I'm living this greatness or whatever. But I'm not about to be that for someone and have crazy credit card bills. Like, or I need to discover, like, why do I feel like, people see me that way is that a way I want to be perceived why you know what I mean mm -hmm. like you have to do that kind of thing especially when you are like you know in certain groups and you're that one why is that you know do you feel like you need to fit or fill a certain role for people to feel worthy acceptable all these things to be mm -hmm. seen to be seen you know, I mean, in, in every one way or another, all of us want to be seen and heard for who, but for who you are. Yeah. And I think that's the part that people need to um, grapple with and, and figure out um, so that the people that are around you, that one that you love you mm -hmm. and the people around you do. But if they don't, then being your authentic self, you will find those people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's interesting how people preserve, <laughs> perceive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people. Um, you know, like even when I meet someone for the first time who just only known me on Instagram, they're like, oh, you're just this like traveler and you live mm -hmm. this one life. And I'm right. like, okay, yeah, but you know, this is social media too. <laughs> I'm only sharing like yeah the fun aspects of my life right um, this is not my diary <laughs> yeah you're not seeing those moments when I am sitting in that silence um trying to figure out how to evolve as a person 
Yeah. Um, so I do feel like social media definitely masks a lot of those things too as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it really does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do hope for people out here in 2024 mm-hmm. that they really um start confronting those demons. I hope people do try to sit in that silence and really for those who have battled with it and struggle with it. Right. Um, I do hope that people really sit by themselves and just say, what do I want? Who am I? Have no distractions. Yeah. And just sit with yourself. Um, Cause that's the only way to grow. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's hard to really do those kind of things if you're not willing to see the good, bad, and ugly. Um, and we're all flawed humans, so it's not like, you know, my gosh, you're that much worse than the other person. You just don't see what the other person's going through. Or, you know, you're just seeing the other side of it, them coming through. Like, you know, sometimes those happy people are the ones who really done went through some things. Let's not even talk about that. I am very... <laughs> I. I am usually on edge when I have a patient who say they are suffering with depression or anxiety, Mm -hmm. but they're making all these jokes and they're laughing and they have this smile on their face and everything's okay. Those are my high, those are my red flags. Those are my Mm -hmm. most high risk patients because they max everything to everyone. Um, my ones who are more forthcoming, the ones yeah. who are just like, yeah, I'm sad. I'm down. I, I've been self-harming myself. Alarming. Right. But they're forthcoming. Yes. Um, I, 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 I can easily get them an action plan. Whereas the ones who kind of mask it like that and like, it's all okay. And the parents kind of look confused. Like, Baby, you have to work through all that delusion first. Yeah. My parents are like, um, I don't see the problem here. So, <laughs> you know, it's difficult to see that with all the smiles and jokes. And those are the ones that really uh, makes me nervous. And uh, we that's why I say we need to peel those onions. <laughs> peel right, off those not- layers. You're right, because I think about, like, I have, you know, some patients whose parents, when their kids get that cancer diagnosis, and they're like, no, they just hurt themselves, no, they're bruised, can't be, you know, they try to explain it away some other way, and because I, I mean, I want to say I get it, I don't, but to grapple with the reality, because sometimes it feels like, You know, when they say, when you know better, you got to do better. And I think admitting things and coming to terms with the truth of things means now you have to act on it. And that takes a level of strength and bravery. A lot of people have not mustered yet. No. You know what I mean? And they rather shut it down. It's still happening. Let's not make any mistake. These things are still going to happen. Yeah. They're just not willing to deal with it. Yeah. 
you know, and it only makes it worse for everybody because now you got to tiptoe around, but I still got to tell you the truth. And now your kid's feeling sick and you're, because you don't want to accept the truth, you're not allowing them to accept the truth. So now they're feeling things and it's almost like the, this cognitive dis- dissonance mm-hmm. where I'm feeling this, but because you're telling me it's not this, I can't make sense of the two. Who's Who wins? No one. You know, that's why sometimes I don't know. I find it hard to deal with people who don't like to live in reality because even when the truth is ugly, okay, now it's it's a starting point because I know what I'm dealing with. You know what I mean? I, I know mean, people differently, but I just can't. I mean, sitting in silence is reality. Sitting in silence is truth. Um, yeah. It's just a muscle we need to all work on. Yeah. That's true. We need to handle the truth better. Yep. As a people, as a society, as a country, chow. We need to handle the truth. Point That's when simple. the starts. Yeah. And we rather just be in our own world, create our own reality. Yeah. We like to create our own reality than really coming to terms with the reality. Um, yes. And that's what sitting in silence is all about, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm all about sitting still and let God just take it over. But, yeah. you know, I ain't yeah. trying to get too preachy, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what some people miss, you know, when they might, you know, talk about an Ashley or a Lou. It's because we know the truth of things or we know that it will come to fruition one way or another. So I'm not going to be stressed about it. It's not something I can control. And that's why I'm just going to be, you know, kind of like back to the happy in my gratitude and having faith that look it's all good. Look at that. Look, look, look at that. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah. So, you know, some people might see it as like, I mean, they're going to see how they're going to see it, whatever. Um, but like that's why it's like we can be okay in things. And that's why, you know, it doesn't have to be full of distractions. We could be sitting in the corner girl mm-hmm. with gin and tonic and having one of the best nights of our lives somewhere hold up in Queens. I don't have to be in Dubai to have a good old time. I don't have to be, you know, even though I love a beach, I don't have to be there to, you know, enjoy life and and be grateful or happy and I don't know I don't know I think because when you kind of do the work you you do end up seeing the beauty in the little things mm-hmm. you know I agree I yeah agree. yeah everything doesn't have to be grandiose or for the gram kind of moment it doesn't. The most beautiful things is usually off social media. You know. I agree. The most beautiful things are the ones that you can't really even capture. You know, like you can't even put there are those nights that you was like, you know, well, at least back in the day, especially you had to be there. You had to just be there. You can't we can't pick up the camera or the phone. You just had to be there. Sitting so, in the vibe. What happened? Sitting in silence is a vibe. It is a vibe. Yeah. It is a vibe. And y'all, I want everyone to catch that vibe too. Yes. Y'all deserve it. 
because y'all deserve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be easy for everyone because there, there are some things that even if we didn't want as a distraction, they are there and they make themselves there. But listen, if you have to sit in your car for that extra 20 minutes, trust me, I am part of that ministry. Do that. There is something about car therapy. There is a thing called car therapy. <laughs> it's real. Car therapy is so real. Yes. And I and I say this because I I, I don't have children as yet. I don't have a lot of ruckus or loudness inside yeah. my home. But there's something about when I reach my apartment and I park. I have to take that 20 minute moment in the car. Yes. And sit in silence. <laughs> yes. The radio could be on. I don't even hear it. I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm there. Not a, not a thing. Just sitting there. Yeah. And that's a whole therapy. Yes. And, and, and don't feel bad about it. Listen, sometimes I do it and the people aren't even home. That's They're not so even here. Okay. <laughs> but clearly your body is saying you need it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna listen. It's something about sitting in silence. Even when I go by my mom and I go in that driveway, I'm literally sitting there. And sometimes she like comes, like look back uh-huh. outside and look at me, like right. And I just literally ignore. I'm just like, because I need that that moment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And y'all know what we're talking about. Y'all know. Mm-hmm. Y'all know. Mm-hmm. Y'all know. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, y'all let us know your thoughts. Have y'all sat in y'all sat in y'all silence? And what have you discovered? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what have you guys discovered? And how has that changed you? Let us know your thoughts. Yes. <laughs> All right. So till next time, everyone. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Yes. All right. Bye. Take care.